If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave, and welcome to the end of Season 2. Can't believe it. Two seasons so far, and we're just getting started. First things first, though, we're going to jump into a story of Ash's 10 best rivals ranked from least to greatest. Of course, Ash has had many rivals throughout the years. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what the ten or the top 10 are. Coming in at number 10, though, is Morrison. He's a trainer from the Hoenn region who appeared throughout the Ruby and Sapphire era. Remember those good old days? Uh, Morrison is a strong trainer who did a decent job participating in the Hoenn League. Unfortunately for Morrison, despite winning his matches in the first three rounds of the league, he had no real standout qualities through his battle and training style nor his Pokemon team. While he, while he and his Pokemon are usually considered powerful fighters, such as Swampert and Steelix, Morrison never stands out as a real threat and ultimately rather forgettable. Barry came in as number 9. Now this is an interesting one. Barry is a trainer from the Sinnoh region and is a rival of Ash through the Diamond and Pearl era of the Pokemon anime, and a rival to the player character in the Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum video games as well as their remakes, Brilliant, Diamond, and Shining Pearl. Though Barry is known for having one of the toughest final battles in the video game, he lost to Ash in every battle against him throughout the anime, and lost terribly to Paul. Barry has a strong team, but Barry's time on screen does very little to showcase this, and leaves some fans feeling like he didn't quite live up to the expectation that his in-game counterpart set. That's very true. Unfortunately, with all the stuff... Um, you know, you can't really transition very well from the video game to the anime sometimes. Uh, unfortunately, some things get left out. It's just kind of how it works. Cowie came in at number eight. He's a trainer of the Alone region, uh, an extremely strong side rifle to Ash uh, throughout the Sun and Moon Pokemon anime. He and Ash have a friendly rivalry that always leads them to battle each other, resulting in them both becoming stronger. He, him and Ash turned many situations into competitions and were always ready for a sparring match with their Pokemon, but they were great friends along the way. He was a strong trainer who made it all the way to the semifinals of the Alolan League, League, sorry, only missing out in a battle against Ash in the final due to a loss against Gladion. Number 7 is Trip. Trip is a confident trainer from the Unova region who plays a role of the rival to Ash through the Pokemon Black and White anime era. Trip is a cocky trainer having defeated Ash in every battle prior to the league 
and was the winner of the Pokemon World Champion Junior Cup. Chip may have proved his strength over Ash with the evidence of their win-loss record, but fans could not bring themselves to enjoy his character. Many viewers felt he was somewhat a carbon copy of rival Paul from the generations prior. Keeping the annoying personality and cocky persona without all the other key elements and character arc that make Paul so interesting. Swire came in at number 6. Uh, he's a Pokemon trainer from the Carlos reason, region who befriends Ash and begins a friendly rivalry with him throughout the XY anime. Uh, he was a trainer who started relatively weak but worked extremely hard by taking notes lessons from trainers including Ash. Watching Swire study intensely and grow in strength throughout the story was a pleasant development from the audience enjoyed. With him becoming a talented strategist, after much hard work, Swire developed and honed his skills to a point where he was capable of defeating Ash. Many fans adored watching his hard work pay off when this occurred, making Swire a perfect representation of a well-written friendly rival. Number 5 goes to Richie. Good old Richie. Richie is a friendly rival of Ash throughout both the original anime taking place in the Kanto region, as well as throughout the Johto region. Richie is known for nicknaming his, all of his Pokemon, with the most significant being his partner, Pikachu, Sparky. Richie is a Pokemon trainer that many fans had wished had been given more screen time, as he was very interested in rival to Ash due to their similarities. Uh, Richie was a strong trainer who had a close bond to his Pokemon, and he mirrored every aspect of Ash's personality and training style. He was also capable enough to make it into the top 8 of the Kanto League, proving his skill as a trainer and challenger to Ash. Number 4 is Gladion. Gladion is a trainer and competitor to Ash during his adventures in the Lola region throughout the Sun and Moon era. Uh, Gladion did a much better job at being a rival to Ash than many characters from the previous generations. He is a talented Pokemon trainer who defeated Ash many times during their adventures. The two grew in strength throughout the story, and their last battle in the finale of the Lone Pokemon League is now considered one of the greatest Pokemon battles throughout the entire anime. Number 3 is good old Gary Oak. Gary Oak is the first rival to Ash ever. With a competitive relationship starting from the beginning of the journey in the Kanto region, he is known for using his Blastoise in battle often opposing Ash's Charizard to use type advantage, as Blastoise is known for one of the strongest water types. Gary is confident, cocky, and often enjoys mocking Ash and rubbing his achievements in his face, of course. However, as Professor Oak's grandson and an exceptionally skilled trainer, Gary gave Ash some of the best Pokemon battles throughout the entire franchise. The two even ended up understanding each other and becoming friends during their Johto region era, making them making their rivalry one of the best written stories in the anime. Number two is Alou, Alan. Alan is a powerful Pokemon trainer from the Carlos region and a friendly rival to Ash throughout the XY era. Uh, their understandable strength was only maximized with his Charizard, who was capable of mega evolution, and they are known as one of the most significant trainer and partner Pokemon duos in the franchise. He never lost a single match to Ash throughout their entire time as rivals, even when Ash opted to use Greninja, his most powerful Pokemon. After honing, honoring a promise sorry, to Ash and joining the Carlos League so they could battle again, he won the entire tournament and became Carlos League champion, only proving how strong he was. And finally, number one goes to Paul. Paul is a trainer from the Sinnoh region and is the most significant rival to Ash throughout the Diamond and Pearl Pokemon anime. 
Paul is known for being an extremely tough trainer and polar opposite of Ash. He has a terrible attitude, prioritizes the training and brute strength of his Pokemon over friendship and bond. However, Paul is extremely driven to becoming a powerful trainer. Managed to either defeat or tie with Ash in every one of the battles prior to the Sentinel League and stood out as the most intense rival Ash has ever faced. Ash's rivalry with Paul was only ignited further when Paul abandoned his Chimchar for being too weak. Sounds familiar to another trainer who may have abandoned a Charmander? Hmm. With Ash befriending it and adding it to his team, this was a key moment of the story, and their league battle was one of the best in the franchise, with both Ash and his now-evolved Infernape aiming for revenge against Paul in battle. Despite their heated rivalry, Ash and Paul were also able to learn from learn from and respect each other by the end of the Sinnoh journey, making their rivalry an absolute standout among others. And finally, a story that is stirring up a lot of hatred and a lot of mixed feelings. eBay is apparently buying TCG player, and Pokemon card collectors aren't happy. <laughs> Founded in 2008, TCG Player has been one of the most popular marketplaces for collectible cards throughout Magic, Pokemon, and more. They've also provided popular resources like their list of 2021's most expensive Pokemon cards have been the place to look when figuring out the value of the latest releases. I mean, yeah, sort of. I mean, TCG Player does have a massive amount of downfalls. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So does every other platform. So, I mean, you take your pros and cons, right? Uh, TCG player, founder, and CEO, Chetty, has announced the company will join forces with eBay and Pokemon collectors, of course, aren't happy about this. He revealed the merger in a series of tweets on August 22nd. They read, We're so excited to announce our agreement to join forces with eBay. I founded TCG Player to ensure every team member could share in our collective company's success. Today's agreement with eBay marks an incredible milestone. We're 688 players, hourly and salaried, will share in the financial rewards upon close through our stock option plan. Close stock option plan. Uh, our agreement is to start a start of a new chapter that allows us to continue operating independently with eBay. They kind of left a little dot, dot, dot there. Uh, as a partner, we will advance our purpose and expand our tools and services to improve the collecting experience online and in your favorite local hobby store. 
Hmm. Really? Soon after the announcement, fans took to the replies to express their thoughts about the merger. This gets interesting. One user replied, Wow. Just wow. This is one of the worst pieces of news I could get as a card game player. Hmm. Are you sure about that? Come on now. Well, another user commented, This is awful. I left eBay for TCG Player because the platform is so much better. This is so, so unfortunate on so many levels. That one, yeah, I get it. I mean, eBay definitely has a massive amount of downfalls. Um, I mean, their fees are astronomical, especially if you're selling from Canada and going to the U.S. I'm sure it's the same way if you're in the U.S. selling to Canada. The added fee for that is just ridiculous. A third person said, This is probably the most disappointing news I've seen so far today. Went to TCG Player to escape eBay. Oh well, congrats I guess? <laughs> but the majority of fans are unhappy with the merger. Many are unsure how to feel about it and the future of the company. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, I don't know how to feel about it either. It's it's a strange one. Um, I mean, I haven't bought anything off of TCG Player, so I'm not entirely sure exactly how that works. Uh, but obviously, I've sold and bought hundreds, thousands probably um, on eBay. And yeah, that can be a bit rough um, without a doubt. What I've heard, though, from TCG Player is that a lot of complaints are actually about card conditions. Um, you know, you you buy a card that advertises as near mint, and then you get it, and it's a light play or a mild play. Uh, or in some cases, I've heard people buying a proclaimed near mint card only to receive a damaged card instead. Um I'm, I'm unsure exactly because, again, I haven't bought from TCG Player and I haven't really been on TCG Player a whole lot except for um, I used to use it as a, a price gauge just to see what to sell cards at on eBay. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not entirely sure if there is a way to see... The, the actual card itself, kind of like how on eBay you have to upload a photo. Um, I mean, of course, there are some people who upload stock images, which is incredibly, incredibly stupid. Um, you know, if you're going to sell a card, you need to upload a picture of said card. Properly displayed, well lit, so then people can see any flaws. Uh, preferably a dark background. That way you can see any whiting on the card corners edges, stuff like that. Um, I'm pretty sure I, th I thought that you had to do the same thing on TCG Player, but I'm not entirely sure. If somebody does know, um, of course, please let me know in the uh, in my DMs on Instagram. Uh, I would love to, to look into that a little bit further. Um, as, as well as, you know, maybe I'll, I'll look into the fees and everything on TCG Player. And see if that's actually worth investigating. Um, I mean, it could be... I mean, well, depends on what eBay does as a partner. Are they just going to be a silent partner? 
um, investing capital or are they doing this merger to input their style of work into TCG player, right? Uh, I mean, only time will tell and we'll figure that out when it gets here. And finally, the time has come to announce the winner of the 1000 download giveaway. Now, if you're a new listener, unfortunately you missed out. Uh, however, there will be another giveaway at 2,500 downloads and we're about, we're about just under a thousand or just over a thousand downloads away from that. Um, so this giveaway has been going on for three weeks now, every week for the past three episodes, each one episode per week, you would have to listen to the podcast, figure out what the secret word was for that week, and then DM me on Instagram what the secret word was, or email me. I had my email up there at one point. Um, and if you did, for every single week, you were entered. But you had to give me all three weeks. If you missed one, unfortunately, you're out. And unfortunately, there was only four people who entered. So, I mean, it makes the odds of winning pretty great. Unfortunately for one person, though, They didn't give me this week's or last week's episode, the third one. They didn't tell me the secret word. So unfortunately, as of today at 10 a.m., that was uh, about an hour ago, they're unfortunately out of the running. So there's only three people in the running. So without further ado, let's let's figure out a winner. We're actually going to do, I'm going to record this as I'm recording the podcast. And I'm going to upload the winner being announced on Instagram while recording this podcast. So just give me a second here, guys. All right. So I am recording this live. Well, recording the podcast as we speak, but I'm also recording live so that I can post to Instagram the winner of this 1000 download giveaway. So here's the, I'm in my podcast studio. There's my other laptop for the giveaway. And we're going to click here. And the winner is, looks like it's going to be Andy Wong. Congratulations, buddy. That is so awesome. Again, thank you so much, everyone. I uh, I can't thank you all enough for being such a phenomenal part of this podcast. I, I mean, I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm speechless that I've made it this far with doing what I love um thank you thank you so much please continue to listen we are literally being listened to from all over the world and it's just phenomenal that i have such a reach like this so again thank you so much everyone and that concludes today's episode of pokemon cave and season two stay tuned for next week when we start season three and a slight upgrade to the Pokemon Cave Room. It's going to be kind of interesting, and um, actually, hopefully, my audio will be a little more steady uh, with what I have planned. So until next time, I'll see you later. Thanks, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.